We'd like to thank everyone once again for tuning in to the Lawrence Avenue Church of Christ Worship Resource Podcast for Sunday, June the 6th. We pray that you and your families continue to be in good spirits, good health, and prepare to worship today. Here are today's updated announcements. Sister Rachel Belafon's aunt's son, Eric Norris's funeral, will take place on Saturday, June the 12th. The viewing will be from 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. with the funeral to follow thereafter. The location is New Generations Funeral Home, 2930 Murfreesboro Pike, Antioch, Tennessee, 37013. Let's continue to keep Sister Rachel and her family in our prayers as they bereave the loss of their loved one. Sister Rekia Compton is now at home by the grace of God. Let's continue to pray that God will continue to give her the physical and mental strength that she continues to need. Her family will also need our continued prayers as they will more than likely have to devote more of their time to her care at home. Brother Edgar Roberts has been released from the hospital and the family thanks everyone for your prayers and asks that we continue to keep Brother Edgar in our prayers. Church, even though COVID-19 mandates are rescinding and more people are being vaccinated, the elders are asking that all members attending worship at the building continue to follow the basic COVID-19 requirements, which include wearing your face mask, continuing to practice social distancing, and be prepared to take your temperature check upon entering the building. Your continued cooperation is greatly appreciated. Church, let's continue to pray for all of our sick, shut-in, bereaved, elderly, and traveling members and their families. Let's continue to stay connected by making phone calls, sending cards, and text messages when we can. Brother Kance will begin his new study, Peter's Letters, today. The lesson text will come from 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 1 through 12. And the title is Introductions to 1 Peter. We hope that you will continue to tune in and study along with Brother Kance anytime on the Lord's Day. And you can contact Brother Kance with any questions or comments via his email address at bill.kance at gmail.com. As a reminder, this Wednesday evening, Lord willing, on June the 9th, Brother Kantz will be bringing a lesson in my absence. The title of his lesson will be titled, What Does It Mean to Be Called a Friend of God? I trust that each of you will join him on this Wednesday evening, June the 9th at 7.15 p.m. for his study. And again, I'd like to thank Brother Kantz for filling in for me on that evening. Lastly, I have been informed that the Ackland Avenue congregation is chartering a bus trip to the Civil Rights Museum in Birmingham, Alabama on Saturday, June the 26th. They are inviting members of the congregation, that's Lawrence Avenue congregation, to join them as well. The bus will leave Ackland's building at 7 o'clock a.m., that Saturday morning, and will be returning around 9 p.m. that evening. The cost per person is only $25, which includes 
the bus ride, and entrance into the museum. You will need to bring money for lunch and dinner. So if you're interested, contact Brother J.P. Conway at area code 615-300-7738. If you're interested, again, in this bus trip to the Civil Rights Museum with Ackland Avenue, contact Brother J.P. Conway at area code 615-300-7738, no later than Wednesday, June 16th. This concludes our updated announcements. We will now begin our worship service. Good morning, everyone. We welcome everyone here to our morning worship service of Church of Christ that meets here at 904 Lawrence Avenue. It is good to see this number that have gathered with us uh, this morning. It's a beautiful, a beautiful day that God has blessed us with, and we're just thankful to be alive uh, on this Lord's Day. We welcome all visiting faces with us. We have a few that are somewhat visitors. The Davies crew are with us this morning. Good to have all four of you all. They're down to four now. They're down to two left at the house. They're down to two. <laughs> Good to always see them. Uh, there are visitors that I met uh, in the back. I think they relate to Brother John Phillips. Good to have you all with us this morning, too. And to the family, it's just good to be here on this Lord's Day uh, that God has blessed us with. Again, we welcome back those that we hadn't seen in a while that are, uh, are back, so always good to have you and see you with us also. It's just a good feeling to be to to be together, church. It's just a tremendous feeling to to be together and just simply uh, try to get back to some form of normalcy that we uh, used to have. It's just good to be here. Again, for those that are coming in and not familiar with the setup, we hope that you are sitting in a in a row that is marked with green tape. Uh, we're still practicing social distancing as the best that we can, so we do hope that you're sitting in a seat that is marked with a green tape for our spacing. Our collection will be taken up at the end of service because we're not passing around trays, so as you exit out of the door, uh, feel free to, to submit your offering at that time to one of the attendants. I uh, hope that everyone has one of the communion cups. Uh, that were that you should have gotten when you came in. If not, they are on the back. We have individual communion cups, so make sure that you do have one during that communion time. <clears throat> Our announcements. Uh, Sister Connie Spence is feeling uh, better at this time. She is still uh, recovering uh, from her illness, but she is feeling better and sends her love. The Believe to Achieve uh, committee is asking each member uh, to make a $10 uh, contribution towards the Believe to Achieve program 2021. Uh, we know that it's going to be different again this year uh, because of COVID-19. may not be a full uh, program, but we are still recognizing our senior, that is Brother, Brother Trenton Moore. So you can make that donation to one of the youth committee members. If you're mailing that in, make sure that you put in on that envelope, Believe to Achieve program. We're hoping that all can contribute. If you don't have it, you don't have it. Just do what you're able uh, can, uh, that you can do, and we would appreciate that. Our brother Glenn Curtis and his family and wife are out of town on vacation, and they are asking for traveling grace. 
Let's not forget our Lord's Day po uh, podcast. Uh, Brother Kent teaches that each Lord's Day for our podcast, and you can tune that in at any time. And on Wednesdays, our Wednesdays conference call takes part at 7.15 p.m. on Wednesdays, and I do believe our Brother Kent will, will do uh, this coming Wednesday. Is that correct? You already done it. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Tune in at 7.15 p.m. for our conference Bible study on Wednesday. Since the Baskerville uh, surgery was postponed from the 27th uh, due to health issues that she had at that time, uh, but they are giving her medicine and she is hoping to have her surgery on Friday, that is the 4th. So her new scheduled date for her surgery will be Friday, that is the 4th. <clears throat> And we want to keep several families in our prayers. Uh, Sister Dorothy Wyatt's grandson, again, uh, on the 25th, uh, he was shot and is paralyzed at this time. So we want to keep him truly in our prayers, along with Sister uh, Dorothy Wyatt and also uh, Sister Arlene Wyatt and their family. Let's keep them in our prayers. Our sympathy goes out to Sister uh, Bertha Cochran, on the passing of her brother, Clarence Stiles of Henderson, uh, Kentucky, who passed away. Uh, we got this message on the 26th Wednesday, so he passed away that Tuesday night. So we want to keep their family in our prayers. Uh, you know, she lost her brother a year before last, so we want to definitely keep Sister Stiles in our prayer and their family. Rakaya did make it home. Uh, thanks be to God, she did make it home and still receiving uh, treatment. So they were just blessed that God allowed her to come home. Uh, let's continue to keep her and family in our prayers as uh, she is still undergoing treatment. We're just thankful that God has blessed her to come back home. And I know the family is truly thankful for all acts of kindness and truly your prayers. Also, uh, we want to keep Sister uh, uh, Angela's father, uh, Otto Cardwell, in our prayers. He underwent a very ser serious surgery uh, on the 27th, and we want to keep him in our prayers. I see Curtis and Haley walking in from the vacation, so, that's, that's, so prayers have already been answered for traveling grace. So good to have both of them. Uh, Sister Rachel uh, Belafont, uh, her aunt Joyce Norris uh, on the uh, passed away, said, please pray for my aunt Joyce Norris and family on the passing of her son, Eric Nor uh, Norris, uh, who passed away, and this was also on the 27th, so we want to keep also Sister Rachel Belafont family in our prayers, and she also asked for our continuing prayers as well. Again, I think that concludes our announcements for this morning. Again, it's just good to see this number. We, we, more and more are filtering back, and that's good. We're glad to see this number. And, uh, and again, church, we know that many restrictions have been lifted, but we want to keep in mind the virus is not gone, uh, so let's continue to take care of ourselves uh, as we still try to keep ourselves uh, healthy during such a, a, a difficult time. 
we know that many are still not receiving the, will not receive the vaccine. Uh, so I hope that you definitely uh, keep yourself uh, completely safe because a lot of people, again, are not taking the vaccine. We do ask, because of that, mandatory that you keep your mask on inside the building at all times. So it's mandatory uh, when you walk into this building that you keep your mask on at all times. We notice some are taking it down at a certain point. We ask that you keep your mask on mandatory the entire time that you are in the building. We want to do all measures to keep ourselves safe. We want to be wise at the same time, so we encourage you to do so. And for those that are filtering in, uh, we also uh, sanitize our auditorium each weekend to make sure that the building is, is free of germs. So we're doing what we can to keep ourselves safe, and let's just keep one another in prayer. Uh, good to see, I thought I saw Sister Easley. Yeah, good to see Sister Easley. Uh, we noticed she wasn't feeling well last week. Good to see you uh, back with the Sister Easley. We are just now getting our uh, funding for our building repair from the storm. It took two months. Uh, so we are now going to be able to again do the work from the storm that happened a couple of months ago. Our order of service this morning. Our singing will be a, a, a combination. Uh, Brother Micah, Brother Corey, Brother Taylor, and Brother Trenton will all be rotating our singing this morning. Our scripture reading, this is the fifth Sunday, so uh, we say youth, but a lot of them now are young adults. Uh, so young adults slash youth uh, will be doing our service this morning, conducting the order of service this morning. So our scripture reading and prayer, Brother Trenton Moore. Our sermon, our Brother John Phillips, not youth, but still he's, he's, he's teaching, uh, preaching this morning. <clears throat> I can't put you in that category, okay? But he will be doing the singing this morning. He understands that, right? Okay. <laughs> our prayer for offering and our Lord's Supper this morning will be Brother Corey Spivey. And our closing prayer will be Brother D'Angelo Simmons. So again, welcome everyone. We appreciate your attention. Now let's prepare for our morning worship service. Good morning. How was everybody this morning? That's good, that's good. For our first song this morning, let us all notice page 121. That is page 121. Do all in the name of the Lord. All found? Let us sing. Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord. Do not in name of man or creed. Do all in the name of the Lord. Do all in his name. Do all in the name of the Lord. In word or deed. As God decreed, do all in the name of the Lord. Be not deceived by worldly greed, do all in the name of the Lord. The Spirit says in word or deed, 
do all in the name of the Lord. Do all in his name. Do all in the name of the Lord. In word or deed as God decreed, do all in the name of the Lord. If you are toiling for a crown, do all in the name of the Lord. Oh, do not trust in world renown, do all in the name of the Lord. Do all in his name, do all in the name of the Lord. In word or deed as God decreed, do all in the name of the Lord. Good morning. morning. Alright, let's please notice page 658, 658. There is much to do. We'll sing the first, second, and third verse. All found? Let's sing. There is much to do, there's work on every hand. Heart the cry for help comes ringing through the land. Jesus calls for reapers, I must act be. What will thou, O Master, hear am I send me? Oh, here am I. Lord, send me. Here am I, ready at thy bidding, Lord, send me. There's a plaintive cry of mourning soul's distress, and the sigh of hearts who seek but find no rest. These should have my love and tender sympathy, Ready at thy bidding, here am I, send me. Oh, here am I, Lord, send me. Here am I, ready at thy bidding, Lord, send me. There are souls who linger on the brink of woe. Lord, I must not, cannot bear to let them go. Let me go and tell them, brother, turn and flee. Master, I would save them. Here am I, send me. Oh, here am I, Lord, send me. Here am I, ready at thy bidding, Lord, send me.
Morning. Morning. Had a request for Let It Rise, so we'll sing that one. Is that all right? Let us sing. Let the Spirit of the Lord rise among us. Let the Spirit of the Lord rise among us. Let the praises of the King rise among us. Let it rise. Oh, 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 oh. let it rise. And let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the praises of the King rise among us. Let it rise. Oh, 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 oh. let it rise. And let the power of the Lord rise among us. Let the power of the Lord rise among us. Let the praises of the King rise among us. Let it rise. Oh, 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 oh. let it rise. Let the Spirit of the Lord rise among us let the spirit of the lord rise among us let the praises of the king rise among us let it rise oh Scripture reading and prayer for this morning will be page, excuse me, will be John chapter 8, verses 32 and verses 42 to 43. John chapter 8, verse 32 and verses 42 through 43. I will be reading from the King James Version. And it reads, verse 32. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Verse 42 through 43. Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, ye would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do ye not understand my speech, even because ye cannot hear my word? I read unto you, John chapter 8, verse 32, verses 42 through 43. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, at this time, we thank you, God, for this day. We thank you for another day that was not promised to us. We thank you for another Lord's Day that was not promised to us. We'll be able to lift up songs to your name, pray prayers unto you, and be able to learn something from your word. We thank you most of all for the blessings you bestowed upon us, our food, clothing, shelter, our family, friends, our family, friends of Christ. 
But most of all, we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who died across our sins so that we have the chance to be with your father and live with you all eternally. At this moment, we thank you for just the moment that we've been able to have so far with each other. We pray that the service that will continue will be conducted in a way that is pleasing itself unto you. Uh, we pray that we'll be able to devotely listen and be able to devote ourselves to uh, whatever may be taking place at the moment. We pray that we will have a mindset focused on you, focused on learning from you, learning from Jesus Christ, and focused on praising your name. We also ask you to be with the speaker as he will come up before us and deliver a message. Uh, we pray that you will give him the wisdom and knowledge or whatever he may need in order to deliver that message in a way that's pleasing something unto you, in a way that we can take something from it and apply it to our daily lives and be able to share it unto others. We ask you just to continue to watch over us, to continue to be with us throughout this, um, throughout this service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As all mark page 714 for the invitation song. Page 714 for the invitation song. 714. Now let's all notice page 826. 826. Eight two six. All found. Let's all sing. And when the Savior calls, I will answer. When He calls for me, I will hear Him. When the Savior calls, I will answer. And I'll be somewhere and listening for my name. Yes, I'll be somewhere listening. I'll be somewhere listening. I'll be somewhere and listening for my name. Yes, for my name. I'll be somewhere listening. I'll be somewhere and listening. I'll be somewhere and listening for my name. And if my heart is right when he calls me, if my heart is right, I will hear him. If my heart is right, when he calls me, and I'll be somewhere and listening for my name. Yes, I'll be somewhere listening. I'll be somewhere and listening. I'll be somewhere and listening for my name. Yes, for my name. I'll be somewhere and listening. I'll be somewhere and listening. I'll be somewhere and listening for my name. Now, if my robe is white when he calls me, if my robe is white, I will hear him. If my robe is white, when he calls me, and I'll be somewhere and listening for my name. Yes, I'll be somewhere and listening. I'll be somewhere and listening. I'll be somewhere and listening for my name. Yes, for my name. And I'll be somewhere and listening. I'll be somewhere and listening. I'll be somewhere and listening for my name. Yes, I'll be somewhere listening. I'll be somewhere and listening. I'll be somewhere and listening for my name. Yes, for my name. I'll be somewhere 
and listening now be somewhere, listening now be somewhere, listening for my Well, I woke up this morning and my mind, you know it was sin, sin it on Jesus. Well, I woke up this morning and my mind, you know it was sin, sin it on the Lord. Well, I woke up this morning with my mind, you know it was sin, sin it on Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, I was singing and praying with my mind. You know it was sin, sin it on Jesus. I was singing and praying with my mind. You know I was sin. Sin it on the Lord. Well, I was singing and praying with my mind. You know it was sin. Sin it on Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. For we are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and to his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures unto all generations. Well, I was glad this morning when they said, let us go into the house of the Lord. Yes. The house that Jesus built. He said, upon this rock I will build my church. Single possession pronoun is his house, his church, and embarrass his name. So I'm thankful just to be in the Lord's house this morning. Now, having said all that, good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning. You can tell I'm a little hyped this morning. I'm sweating already. It's not even hot it's in right. here. That's all right. But that's all right. And Glenn, yes, I know I'm not an elder. I mean a child. And the young ones normally do this stuff, but I'm the old man. And I asked for this opportunity several months ago. Brother Bill and the elders have let me do this, and I'm truly thankful. Yes. But we're mostly thankful to the Almighty God. He woke us up this morning. He put us on our way to this place this morning. He brought us here without the loss of one. So I'm, I'm just thankful. The next song that you hear sung, I think it's page 714. That song is sung for the purpose of inviting you to Christ. If you have not put on the Lord in the watery grave of baptism into his house, you can do so at the singing of 714. How do you do that? First, you must hear the word of God, Romans 10, 17, that Christ died for you. 
And I'm going to warn you right now, Brother Davis has a long list because we're going to let God speak today. We don't need my opinions, anybody's opinions. We need the word of God because it is that word that will save us from damnation. After you hear that word of God, you must believe on what you've heard, Hebrews 11 and verse 6. After you hear and you believe, you must repent of your sins. You must turn away from what you were doing until the life that Christ would have you to live. So we must repent of our sins. We don't just say, I'm sorry. We do better. Scripture tells me when I know better, I do better. And that's what God expects of us. Then we must confess the sweetest name known to mankind, that Jesus is the Son of God, that he died for our sins. Then you must put him on in the watery grave of baptism to arise a new creature, a new creation. You're not the same you. You're a new person. God has made you born again. And after we do that, we must remain faithful unto death, Revelations 2 and verse 10. We have some visitors. It's good to see the Davies. Some of my family has showed up today. I've uh, asked them to. Um, 2020 has been a tough year. Mm -hmm. The COVID, Sharon Bradley, Maggie McLean, Sister Jerice lost her son. There are other people that have lost loved ones during this year. I lost my daughter, Don. We just recently buried my aunt, Lily. Death is everywhere. God is true. There is gonna be a day that you're gonna die. Get ready, you're gonna die. The key is, are you ready when you die? Because if you're not ready, God doesn't change his mind. He says what he means and he means exactly what he says. My wife just walked in, so now I feel a little bit better. I wanted her here today, too, and she showed up for me. All right. It was read in your hearing, John 8, 32, and John 42 and 43. Jesus is talking to the Pharisees, and they have all kind of questions for him. They're always trying to put our Lord on the spot. They were always trying to catch him in something that they could say that he was doing or saying that was wrong. Verse 31 says, Jesus said unto the Jews, which believed on him, if you continue in my word, then, are, then ye are my disciples indeed. Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Verse 42 if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceed forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Verse 43. Why do you not understand my speech? <laughs> Even because you cannot hear my words. There was a movie that we all probably have seen before and liked. I believe it's with Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, and they're sitting in the car, and one says to the other, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> one's Chinese and one's American. So we wanted to know, do you understand what's being said? 
the struggle that we have today, everybody has their own plan. Jesus said, do you understand my words, not your words? It's his way, not the highway. If we want to be where Christ is, we have to do it his way. Now, I know I haven't given you the topic yet, but all the words that he speaks are in the Bible. Ellis Groves will tell you the Bible is the basic instincts before leave, basic uh, instructions before you leave this earth. If you don't have the recipe and you don't have the Bible, you're not going to make it. And I'm not being mean to anybody, but it's time that we tell the truth. The world today has been built on lies. I'm not mad at him, but ever since that other man took the office of presidency, it's been a bunch of lies. And the lies are still going on today. We have to stand on the truth. We have to stand on God's truth because that's all that we truly have. Now, I know there may be some here who are visiting, and you may have some questions. Well, you know, a man wrote the Bible. A man sure did. He sure did. Let's turn, if you have your Bibles, Second Peter, first chapter. We're going to start at verse 19, and after this, I'm turning all my reading over to Brother Davis. We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well that you take heed. That word heed means you are paying attention to what's being said. You are listening to what is being said. A light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star rise in your hearts, knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. Let's repeat that. It is not of any private interpretation. Now, it may sound harsh. It don't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you think unless your thinking is in line with what God says. God wrote this. Yeah, men wrote it. But it also says, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved. I love these next two words. By the Holy Ghost. We keep saying Holy Spirit. I love the Holy the name. Holy Ghost just sounds powerful to me. It came from them. They just wrote the words. But God made this up to be as he wanted it to be. Having said that, now it's time for the topic. <clears throat> We're going to use as a topic today, don't let your butts get in the way of your salvation. Y'all hear me? Don't let your butts get in the way of your salvation. A but is nothing but an excuse. Now, I know y'all want to hear some preaching, but first we've got to do a little English class here. Grammatically speaking, the word but is either a conjunction, a preposition, a noun, or an adverb. It is generally a contraindication, mostly negative. As a proposition, it means except. It is used when you are replying to someone or something in a disagreement. Y'all know when you had your kids and your kids were small, daddy said do this, but why? We, you, we often say, because I said so, but they say, but why? 
They don't honestly know, so they say, but why? But when we're talking to people about the word of God, there is no but. There is none. You put it there because you don't agree with what's being said. And oftentimes, because you don't agree, you take the counter position of what's being said. But, but Brother Phillips, I, I just don't agree with that. That's okay. What did God say? What did God put out there for us to know? There is no but, and there's not even an opportunity to have a but. English class is ending. So we want to define what that buddy is, so don't nobody take me wrong. Jesus said, do you not understand my speech? I believe it's in Deuteronomy 6. It says, hear, O Israel, hear, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one Lord. The word hear, when you hear it in the Bible, it also suggests that you understand what's being said. A lot of us respond because we don't always agree or disagree. We just want to argue a point. There is no argument with God. My grandfather will stand here and tell you, my arms are too short to box with God. I'm not going to win that fight. Gladys told me one time, he said, God's given everybody breath and britches. It means he's given you what you need. Now all you need is to follow him. No buts. None of that stuff, we don't rely on that. So we hear to understand. Even in the joke that I mentioned earlier, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Basically, he's asking, do you understand what is being said? So let's line up some scriptures so we can talk about this but, but let's see what God has to say. Brother Davis, you got 2 Timothy 3. Verses 16 and 17, and hold on, brother. I'm going to get over that with you. All right, brother. All scripture. Hold on. Hold on. Let's eliminate this first but. It didn't say some scripture. It didn't say a few scriptures. It says what, brother Dave? All scriptures. It's given by the inspiration of God, and it's profitable for doctrine for reproof, for correction, for instructions in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. It is profitable. Now we all understand what profit is. You're going to make something off of it. It's going to help make you a better Christian. It is profitable for you to know his word. It is for Correction. Correction. When you make a mistake, God has the final say. God does it. If you're wrong and you're an honest person and you won't accept what God said because you're a child of God, then God's word will correct you. All we got to do is have the right attitude when we get corrected. Because some of us will get an attitude we won't want to listen. Well, I, I, I don't care what that Bible says. I think it doesn't matter. It's for your correction so it will save your soul. This is about salvation. Joe and I have been hanging out, and we've mentioned the same thing quite a bit. At some point, you got to turn your eyes towards heaven and start thinking about your salvation. You're going to spend eternity somewhere. 
And because you're dead doesn't mean it's over. The worm still is alive. You're going to know whether you're in glory with God or you're going to know whether you're in hell with Satan and his minions. Those are only two choices, people. And on judgment day, you can't say, but God, you don't understand. He's God. He understands and he knows there is no line with God. <laughs> he is going to have the final say. This isn't a Burger King religion. Some of y'all might like tomatoes and onions. Some of you might like lettuce and something else. It's not a Burger King. You either do, as Yoda says, or you don't. That's the only two choices, to do or not to do. No excuses, no buts. No buts are even allowed. Next point, brother, let's turn over to 2 Peter, the first chapter, and let's just keep seeing what the Lord's got to say. It really doesn't matter what Brother Philip says, as long as he's reading from God's word. First Peter, first chapter, and verses three and four. What does the Bible say? I'm sorry, bro, I, I, I messed you up. Second Peter, I'm sorry, forgive me. Second Peter, first chapter, verses three and four. I'm sorry, bro. According as his divine powers, have given unto all things that pertain to life and godliness mm -hmm. through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceedingly great and precious promises, that by thee ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. According to his, we know who his is, don't we? His is God. According to his divine power, he has given us, here's that three-letter word again, all things. All things. Not some things. Not a few things. It would not be a just God if your reading was different than his reading, different from their reading. He's given us all the same words of instruction that pertains to life and to godliness. Now, if God didn't give me something, how can he hold me accountable for something that he did not give me? That would not be a just God. But our God is just. Our God is faithful. Our God is true. So if Peter tells me that the Holy Spirit told him he's given me everything I need, then you know what I need to do? Spend some time in the book. I brought this pamphlet we used to give these out all the time and this one simply says let the bible speak let the bible speak god has authority jesus said all power and authority has been given to me so if i want to be where he is then guess what i have to do i have to go back to peter and when he says he's given me everything that i need then i need to get in the book Amen. I need to get in the book. You don't dust it off on Sunday morning and act like you've been in the word. This word is sweeter than a honey and sweeter than the honeycomb. You got to spend some time. I've gained a little weight. Guess what? I spent some time at the dining room table. 
I need to spend some time in the word of God so that my spirit and my soul can be fed. That way when evil comes up against me, I say, hold up. I got God. What you got? I got God. And as long as I'm spending time in the word of God, he's going to guide me as long as I don't say, but. I can't have that but. That but messes it up. And that is not what we want to hear. It says that he has given us great and exceeding promises. The song says, standing on the promises. I love that song. But Brother Coleman used to sing and he'd raise his head back and say, I'm standing on the promises of God. And I know God cannot lie. And because he cannot lie, everything that he wants me to have, he's going to do it because that's the faithfulness of God. We got Mm. Mm. We need to hold on to God. Song says, hold to his unchanging hand. It ain't going to change. The same hand that was in the beginning when he made Adam is the same hand that's in our lives right now. The question is, is will you let him in? Jesus said, if you'll open the door and let me in, I'll come and sup with you and you with me. But you got to let him in. Oh, God's stuff is so good for us. Brother, let's turn to John 12, 44. I just love it when I love red print, don't y'all? I do. I love that red print. If your Bible don't have red print, that's okay. But I just love that red print that's in the Bible. I do. Bro, I got this one. All right. Jesus is speaking. Jesus cried and said, he that believeth on me believes not on me, but on him that sent me. Who sent him? God. Then he says, and he that seeth me seeth him that sent me. I got some family here. I'm a Phillips. If you looked at my daddy and you looked at me, you say, he a Phillips. He's a Phillips. We all look like our family. We do. Jesus looks just like his father. We know him because we've seen Jesus. We beheld Jesus. You don't know what God looks like? Look towards Jesus. You're going to see this exact same person that you saw from Jesus to the father. He then says, I have come a light unto the world that whosoever believes on me should not abide in darkness. But if any man hear my words and believe not, there's that but, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He that rejects me and receives not my words has one that judges him. The words that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. Well, we get we need not to be judging folks because God's going to judge us. And I can promise you, his judgment is a righteous judgment. It is a true judgment. And when God says, depart from me, I know you not. I think that has to be the most frightening words a Christian could ever hear in their life. You think you've done it right, and God says, depart from me. I never knew you. 
And then the greatest words of all is, well done, my good and faithful servant. God's got a place that he's prepared for us from the beginning of time. That's where I want to be. This 70 years has been, last few years has been rough. Had two cancers, been fighting with illnesses like a whole lot of us because we're an older church. So we know what it is to hurt and stuff. But when I make it to heaven, no more pain, mm -hmm. no more tears, no more hurting. Everything is going to be perfect because God made it perfect for us because we were faithful to him and we didn't say, but. We didn't. We just accepted God's word just as it was. And that's the way it should be with us every single day. Then he says, for I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know, I know his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as I, the Father, said unto me, so I speak. Jean asked me this morning, she said, are you a little nervous? I said, yeah. This is God's pulpit. Yeah. And if I'm an oracle of God, I have but one duty, and that's to speak the words of God. I love you, but it ain't about me. It's about him and what he says for us to do and for us to be. We're in trouble as a nation and as a people because we have forgotten who God is and what God says. We got them butts. Them butts are not good for us, people. Brother Davis, Jude, third verse. Jude, third verse. Beloved, mm -hmm. when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which once was delivered unto the saints. Beloved, I write unto you about our common salvation. I don't want to offend anybody, but I have to say this. Your personal relationship with God is no different than my personal relationship with God. He isn't going to give you one thing that he won't give me as far as my salvation is concerned. It's the same for everybody. Some of y'all need to get over yourself. Do what God says for us to do. Because what he told me, he told Alvin. What he told Alvin, he told Brother Otis. He could tell us all the same thing. You are no better than anybody else. It's a common salvation. Amen? Amen. It's a common salvation. And then he uses a term that's contend. Contend is a boxing term. Means you got to put up a fight. Mm -hmm. Satan is after you. He's after your babies. Mm -hmm. He's after your friends. And he's after you. So I've got to be willing to fight. God told Joshua, be ye strong and courageous. We know the battle belongs to us, but we still have to fight. And if you're not willing to fight, you think you're an ostrich putting your head in the sand and ain't going to eat you up? You will be. 
you will be destroyed. So we have to fight. We're not fighting to cause a debate or an argument. E.D. would tell me, when you talk to people about the Lord, bring your Bible, get them to bring their Bible. You take their Bible and you give them your Bible. First thing we're going to do, we're going to see that it shows the same thing in both books. Now, we can't really argue about what it says. It says what it says. And it means what it says. It is a common salvation. We must stand. Now, I'm going to say this because somebody's going to look at me funny. We do this out of love. We do it out of love. I got to say that again. It's about love. We have to love them to start a relationship with them so that they would listen to the word of God. But I'm going to still stand. We have to stand. When you've done all that you can, stand. Dig your heels in like a batter looking for a curveball, but you dig in and you stand. Don't run. It says, got milk, got God. Because if you got God, it doesn't matter. It truly does not matter. Let's go to Galatians 1, chapter 1, brother, verses 6 through 9. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, mm -hmm. which is not another. But there be some that troubles you and will pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we mm -hmm. are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be a curse. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. He says it's not another gospel. There's only one gospel. There's only one gospel. But there will be those who will try to pervert you. And you notice in that eighth verse, the first word is, but, <laughs> but, but though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you that you have been preached unto you, let him be accursed. You can neither add to nor take away from the gospel. Let me ask you all a question. Do you think God needs your help for salvation? God doesn't need you to tell him nothing. He made you. You didn't make God. In the fifth chapter, I know I didn't give you this one, brother. Romans. I'm going to start reading it, verse 6. For when we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Let's get this straight. Everybody in here was an ex. Everybody in here was an ex. Everybody. Nobody's excluded. But when Jesus died in due time, he died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. Brother Cance. But God. 
all that's going on with my family, and I text them or write with them, I finish with two words, but God. But God commended his love towards us. Are you looking at yourself? Look at yourself right now. Where you been, what you've done. Mm -hmm. But God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners. Mm -hmm. He died for me. And he died for you. He died for the whole world that we can be redeemed and reconciled and brought back to God through the shedding of his most precious blood. But God. But God. The buts cause division, uncertainty, confusion, and in the end, you're accursed. Let's look at a, just a couple of people in the Bible. 1 Samuel 15, chapter. Y'all know who the first king of Israel was, don't you? It was Saul. God chose him. God chose him. The Amalekites, when the children of Israel were leaving Egypt and coming back home, the Amalekites did the Israelis terrible. They did them wrong. God has a memory, too. And God has a judgment. And when he, hired, when he made Saul king, he told Saul, Saul, I want you to go get him. I want you to kill every single one of them. Every man, every woman, every child, every goat, every sheep. I want you to wipe them out. Mm -hmm. When I was a young man and I read that, that kind of scared me. I thought, man, God, God ain't playing. And he ain't playing today. Do you want to be wiped out because you're still a sinner? Because mm. if you are, that's your lot in life. I, I'm not judging you. <laughs> I'm not. But that's what God did. Brother, are you over in 2 Samuel? 1 Samuel? I'm, I'm, yeah, 1 Samuel 15 chapter. Yes, sir. Let's read uh, verse 21. But the people took other spoils, <laughs> sheep and oxen, the chief of the things which should have been utterly destroyed, to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in Gilgal. Mm -hmm. You know what's the first thing Saul said? But those people. Hmm. But God told you, Saul, but you want to make an excuse. You got a but. But those people don't let the crowd influence you to where you're going to walk away from God. My favorite one, one of my other favorites is Elijah. I just, I just love Elijah. He was by himself. He was up against King Ahab and Jezebel in 1 Kings. They had 850 prophets. Elijah standing by himself. He's bothered because the children of Israel are going back and forth, back and forth. Some are worshiping Baal and some want to worship God. They had some butts. So finally, Elijah says, how long will y'all halt between two opinions? Now, if you don't know the story, there was a challenge that was laid down by Elijah. He said, you take 
your prophets, 850 of them, Amen. and you pray to Baal. You set up your sacrifice and y'all pray and the first one that rains down fire from heaven, he is God. Them boys got out there and they was praying from the morning to the evening. Hmm. They were praying. They were whipping themselves as a sacrifice to show their God that they needed him. No fire. Elijah, I love it. He says, maybe you need to pray a little harder. Maybe your God is busy. He might even be on vacation or taking a sabbatical. He, he, he doesn't hear you, obviously. So they gave up. Elijah took his sacrifice, <laughs> laid it on the altar, had him dump water on it, had him dump some more water on it, had him dump some more water on it till it filled the trench around the altar. And then he prayed to God. And if you don't know what happened, God sent down a fire that was so hot, it not only burned up the sacrifice, it melted the altar, it evaporated all the water that was around the altar. He said, my God is God. And he proved himself. He proves himself to us every single day. He proved himself to us this morning. He woke us up. Our God is God. And we may be tested. And yeah, there may be 850 of them against you. But I can assure you, they can have 900. If you got God, you got all that you need. And Elijah proved that point to them. Samuel told him it is better to obey Amen. than sacrifice. Y'all hear me? Some of us think, well, I gave up this for the Lord, and I gave up that for the Lord, and I'm doing all of this. Are you being obedient? Are you being obedient? It says God would rather have your obedience than your sacrifice. And that's enough to be said right now. Whatever you think and whatever you think you're giving up, just do what God says to do. And once I do that, I know I am where God wants me to be. There will be those who will try to dissuade you away from the church. There will be those that will tell you there's many places that you can go. Ephesians 4 says there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Well, how can God just want one way? It's God. Who are you to question God? Who are you? Are you so arrogant that you think you can question the almighty God and have it your way? If I've sounded harsh, I don't mean to be harsh, but we need to tell the truth. Because only the truth will set you free. Only the truth can do that. As I begin my close, um, I am the joyful noise person. I don't sing great, but I love to sing because God says, sing to me. And that's what I try to do. Probably off key most of the time, that's okay. I'm going to sing because he wants me to. He wants to hear that I love him in my song and my deeds. And one of my favorite songs is let the church say amen. And the words are let the church Say amen. Let the church say amen. God has spoken. Y'all hear me? God has spoken. All you can do is say amen. That's all we can do. 
It means I agree with what's being said because it's the word of God. It says, make this your response to whatever God says. From the healing of your body to the raising of the dead. No matter how you're feeling or how your world's been reading, because we've lost a lot of people. Just battle on through the night because you're going to win the fight. And then it says, even in the valley or at your Red Sea, just remember to pray because your help is on the way. God has spoken. Let the church say amen. No buts. No excuses. Just say amen. So let us therefore come boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and grace to help in our time of needs. No buts, no excuses, just the word of God. 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, verses 9 and 10, says, But it is written that the eye hath not seen, the ear hath not heard, or has entered into the hearts of men those things that God has for those that love him. I'm not going to ask you to show hands, but I'm going to raise mine. I love him. I've made my mistakes, and I may make some more, but I love him. The question is, is do you love God the way God has loved you? He gave his son for you, and all he wants you to do is to turn your life around, to do those things that thus says the Lord. The rest of that says, but God hath revealed this unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Brother Otis, I can't say it like you, but Ephesians 3, verses 19 and 20 and 21. Now unto him that is able... He is able. I'm not able. Y'all aren't able. But unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask or think, according to the power that works in us, unto him be the glory. God's glory is not my glory. It's not. It's his glory. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without an end. Amen. I pray I've said something that makes you think and makes you wonder. Get rid of your butts. Get rid of your excuses. They're not going to stand on judgment day. Sister Pillar told me one time, she said, Brother Phil, I believe people think that when judgment days come, they're going to say, but God, you don't understand. This is the judgment. There are no excuses. You will be judged by those things that you've done in your body, whether they be good or bad. And I can promise you, the butts ain't on the good side. <laughs> 
It's not. The books are on the side that says, I'm trying to make an excuse because I'm trying to get into heaven. It's a little too late. You got to get it done now. Today is the day of opportunity. My daughter did not know on August the 20th that she would not be alive on August the 21st. Shalanda lost a brother. We have lost people. No one knew the day before they died that that may have been their last day. Be ye also ready. This is your chance to get it ready. And I will tell you something because we do have some visitors that may not know how we do things. The Bible says the effectual prayers of the righteous availeth much. And normally we have you come down front. But if you don't want to come down front and you need prayer, hold up your hand. I'll, I'll bring it to you. Tomorrow's not promised. If you need prayer, you need prayer right now. Right now. Because we're going to pray for you. One of our elders, I promise you, is going to pray for you when this is all over. So you have that opportunity right now while we stand and sing the song of invitation. In the light of his word, what glory says on our way. While we do his good will, he abides with us still. And we all who will trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. Not a shadow can rise, not a cloud in the skies, but his smile quickly drives it away. Not a doubt nor a fear, not a sigh nor a tear can abide while we trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and Not a burden we bear, not a sorrow we share, but our toll he doth richly repay. Not a grief nor a loss, not a frown nor a cross, but it's blessed if we trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no other way 
to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. But we never can prove the delight of His love until all on the altar we lay. For the favor He shows and the joy He bestows are for those who will trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Once again, let the church say amen. amen. Brother Phillips told us last week that he's a five-year cancer survivor, I believe. Y'all know why? Because God not through with him yet. <laughs> All of us sitting here, God not through with us yet. <laughs> There's still work for us to do. <laughs> Number one thing, we need to work on ourselves, okay? <laughs> But there's still folk out there that need to hear the truth, hear the gospel, and we need to be trying to get that truth to them. His message, don't let your, and I'm going to add this, negative buts get in the way <laughs> of your salvation. You see, there's negative buts and there's positive buts. And he brought out both in his lesson. When God says do something and you say, but I don't want to do it that way, that's a negative but. <laughs> but I don't understand, that's a negative but. But when you are trying to figure out how you're going to get through all that you're going through, and, and the only thing left is, but God. <laughs> now that's a positive but right there. <laughs> so we want to make sure that we don't let those negative buts get in the way. Study God's word, y'all. Let's all study God's word. Continue to study God's word and let God's word have the final say so. Thank you, Brother Phillips. It's a wonderful message. We have those that have come to make their wishes known. Sister Carol Thompson is coming and she is saying that she has sinned and she has repented of her sins and she is asking for the prayers of the church on behalf of her cousin Gregory. Also, Sister Shalanda Five is coming. She is asking for the prayers of the church for Brother Edgar Roberts. Uh, he is still in Southern Hospital in uh, CCU at this time. Sister Tamisha 
Simmons is coming and she is uh, asking for the prayers for Brother Timmy Jackson. Uh, he's at home, his eyes are bothering him at this point, so let's keep him in our prayers as well. Brother Tyrone Atkins is coming, stating that he is sin and he is asking for the prayers of the church as well. Sister Jerice Bonds is coming and she is asking for the prayers of the church for her and also for her family. So let us remember all of these in our prayers. And remember, y'all gonna help me pray. Y'all gonna pray with me, right? All right now. Cause somebody, look, look around at all these folk in here. Somebody ought to be able to get a prayer past the ceiling. So if I can't, hopefully you can, all right? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful to thee for all that you've done for us. Father, we are so thankful for allowing you allowing your son to come and die for us, that we may have a right to the tree of life. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for the message that you have put on your servant's heart. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would continue to bless him. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for allowing him to be past cancer these five years. And we ask, Heavenly Father, that you would continue to bless him on, that he can continue to speak to a dying and perishing world. Continue to bless us all, Heavenly Father. Help us as we go throughout this life to overcome the things which so easily beset us. And help us, Heavenly Father, to fully run that race with patience, Heavenly Father, and to endure that we may one day hear thy son say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. We come mindful, Heavenly Father, of all of those who have come to make the request known. We ask that you would continue to bless uh, Sister Carol Thompson and her cousin Gregory, give them the things in which they stand in need of. Continue to bless uh, Brother Edgar Roberts, Heavenly Father. Strengthen him and help him, Heavenly Father, that he can return back to a, a portion, normal portion of health and strength. We ask that you please bless Brother Timmy, uh, uh, Brother Timmy Jackson, Heavenly Father. Bless him as he's dealing with his eyes, Heavenly Father. We ask that you would please give him the things in which he stands in need of as well. Please bless Jerice Bonds, Heavenly Father, and her family. Give them the things in which you see they stand in need of. And also, Brother Tyrone Atkins, bless him, Heavenly Father, and Forgive him of his sins, and not only him, but all of us, for all have come short of thy glory. Continue to guide us and be with us all. Bless those that are behind prison walls and, and mental institutions, those that are sick, those dealing with the COVID, and those that tend to their care. Continue to be with us all and forgive us and guide us in the name of Christ. Amen.
time, in your time, you make all things beautiful in your time, Lord, my life to you I bring, may each song I have to sing be to you a lovely thing in your time. Let's all turn to page 12. Uh, so as we prepare for the collection and also as we focus our minds on the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Page 12. Seen the first verse, page 12. All found, that's all seen. Alas, indeed, my Savior bleed, and did my sovereign die, and would he devote that sacred head for such a worm as I. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burdens of my heart rolled away. And it was there by faith I received my sight, and now I am happy all the day. Let's give thanks for the collection. Most gracious and all wise God, our Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the collection uh, that will be taken up and that has already been taken up this day. We pray that we use it with clean hands and with pure hearts to Heavenly Father in a manner that is well pleasing to your eyesight. Continue to bless us and continue to allow us the opportunity to give back to you, Lord. This prayer we do ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. At this time, we'll focus our minds on the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. By looking at page, by looking at Matthew chapter 26, verse number 26, here the Bible reads, While they were eating, Jesus took some bread and thanked God for it. If he would, please wait until we finish. While they were eating, Jesus took some bread and thanked God for it. He broke off some pieces, gave them to his followers, and said, Take this bread and eat it. It is my body. Then he took a cup of wine, thanked God for it, and gave it to them. He said, Each one of you drink some of it. The wine is my blood, which will be poured out to forgive the sins of many and begin the new agreement from God to his people. I want you to know I will not drink this wine again until that day when we are together in my Father's kingdom and the wine is new. Then I will drink it with you. They all sang a song and then went out to the Mount of Olives. Let us give thanks for the body and the blood of Christ. Dear Heavenly Father, which art in heaven, we thank you once again for your son's body and your son's blood. We pray that we all take it with clean hands and pure hearts, dear Heavenly Father. This prayer we do ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. At this time, you may now open up your emblems and take of the bread and the body. And the blood, excuse me. And as always, once you are finished, make sure that uh, what's left over finds its way to the trash can.
This concludes this portion of our service. I apologize for not, I didn't see that message about Brother Edgar on my phone. Uh, you heard that he is still in the hospital. Brother Edgar was admitted to the hospital Friday. So let's keep Brother Edgar in our prayers. This announcement, last announcement, this, this is a bittersweet announcement, and you'll see as I read. <clears throat> this is from our Brother Corey Spivey. It reads, it has been said it takes a village to raise a child. This statement couldn't be more true here. For 26 years of my life, this village has played a major part in raising a young boy into a man after God's own heart. He writes, I want to thank each of you for your nurturing and edification, your hugs, your laughs, and even the discipline needed to strengthen me out over the years. There comes a time in life where God opens a door that has new opportunities behind it. When the door is open, it leaves you with a decision to face that isn't always easy to make, yet cannot be ignored. God has opened a new door in his kingdom for me that I must explore with passion and faith. Uh, I will be following this new path of ministry immediately by making a transition to an extended extension of God's family at the Jackson Street Church of Christ. Through our encounters, uh, maybe fewer and far between, our memories and relationships will live on in the depths of my heart. May God be with you and prosper. Uh, I love you all from Brother Corey Spivey. So his letter is stating that he will be assisting Brother Jackson in the ministry and also uh, in the college ministry at Jackson Street. Uh, so as the Bible tells us to be thoroughly furnished unto all good works, he has that. So we bid you Godspeed. You know, and we're reading this letter because he he's mentioned that to the eldership, and we want you to know, let's bid him Godspeed, and, and we are thankful that a man of his age can't ignore another opportunity to extend himself. So we 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 going to miss you. That's the bitter part about it. We will miss you here, but you are blessed, and you have our blessings in your new endeavors. I believe you will always keep God first, uh, and everything works out. So uh, let's remember that last part. Uh, memories, but keep our relationship going. <clears throat> Even when we leave from one congregation to the other, that love doesn't change. You know, that relationship shouldn't change. So, Corey, you again, uh, from the eldership here and from the members, uh, you and our prayers, you have our blessing, and we bid you Godspeed. And I think this transition will happen immediately from what you shared with us, right, starting next, next week, Lord's willing. All right. <clears throat> uh, again, let's, uh, again, and keep this in our mind. <clears throat> Let's keep those uh, that are in our sick constantly in our prayers. Uh, again, uh, we appreciate you being here. A good message, Brother Phillips. We thank you again. Thank you. Let's bring our service to a close. Let's please notice page one. It's page one, A Beautiful Life. We'll sing the first two verses. The first two verses of page one. All found, let's stand and sing. Each day I'll do a golden deed by helping those who are in need. 
my life on earth is but a span, and so I'll do the best I can. Life's evening sun is sinking low, a few more days, and I must go to meet the deeds that I have done, where there will be no setting sun. To be a child of God each day, my light must shine along the way. I'll sing his praise while ages roll and strive to help some troubled soul. Life's evening sun is sinking low a few more days and I must go to meet the deeds that I have done, where there will be no setting sun. Let us bow. Dear Lord and Heavenly Father, we come before your throne this morning, giving thanks for this beautiful day that you've allowed us to wake up to. Thank you for allowing us to make it here this day to this church to hear your word this morning. Thank you for allowing us to be near friends, family, and loved ones. Thank you for allowing us to be able to give praise to your holy name, Lord. Thank you for all that you've done for us up until this point. We pray that you may be with those who are sick, shut in, and bereaved, who do not have the clothing or food shelter that they that we have. Thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> for Jesus Christ, most of all, who gave his life, for, who gave his life upon the cross for the remission of all our sins, it is in your Son Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 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 